you know, hard it is to find someone who plays Club Penguin Island and have a decent conversation with. It's really rare. Yeah, I don't understand. I, I, I honestly wanted to do this because, you know, I was kind of feeling like I'm not sure who else there was. And um, yeah, I just thought, you know, might as well. Ariel, and you're listening to Never Have I Ever, a podcast about experiences I never had. Welcome to episode 8 of this podcast series. So if you're just joining us, feel free to subscribe as new episodes come out each week. You can also follow us on social media at NHIE underscore pod on Twitter and Instagram and NHIE pod on Facebook. This is part 4 of the Club Penguin case study as this week, I'm here to tell you that Never Have I Ever understood Club Penguin Island. Dear God, I'm gonna get blocked for this. Club Penguin Island. (gasps) Yeah, 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 I know how you feel about the game. For the common folk, you may think it's just another game that no longer exists. For others, it's that one game that tried to replace the original. And for some, it was an attempt for something new. While this game had lots of comments and criticisms, along with some praise, I stopped playing Club Penguin due to high school and university commitments, alongside with some nostalgia with the original. This meant that I missed out on Island, and I got backlash from fans due to this. They think me quitting Club Penguin equals I hate the game or no longer showed support. Some didn't understand that I had to grow up and move on to do other things, and now they won't talk to me or give me a decent conversation. And I say this because back in the day, asking why was Club Penguin Island cool sounded like an insult and stating your opinion led to being blocked. But I really want to know why people played it. How was it enjoyable when there were so many microtransactions and restrictions back in the early days? What made it fun? And why do you think I may have missed out on it? Joining me is Club Penguin user Blue21102. He runs Marshmallow Studios, a Club Penguin community film group, and has been recreating stage plays from the original Club Penguin. He joins me as we have a peaceful discussion about Club Penguin Island, as he's the only one who's willing to speak about this as a lot of Club Penguin Island players blocked me on Twitter. Full disclosure, I didn't like message a bunch of remaining players who were like following me on Twitter or anything. I just put out a shout out on social media, and this guy just messaged me and saying that he's interested. So it's really, really awesome to know that there are people out there who's willing to talk about this because I have lots of thoughts about this game and I'm sure that these guys have lots of thoughts as well. So I just wanted to find a middle ground, see where we could agree and see where we couldn't. And hopefully we could find a peaceful conclusion based on our responses. your initial reactions when you heard Club Penguin Island was going to be a thing when the or- during the time when the original was going to be shut down back in 2018 not 2018 2017 I'm getting my timeline wrong oh well that to be honest I'm not that good with dates either I was pretty excited like it was Project Super Secret at the time wasn't it um during that time Club Penguin was 
feeling a little stale to me. Yeah, they were, I think you, it, was, it was clear that the team were putting their effort into something else, which was Project Super Secret or Cup Penguin Island. But uh, I was excited, really excited. I didn't know exactly what it was going to be, but I had a feeling it would be like the sequel, I guess, to Club Penguin. And it was just something new. And I thought, you know, it would bring the the community to new heights just because we were going through a bit of a drought at the time with a lot of like takeovers and that they weren't really well received amongst the Twitter community. So your experience with the original game was like boring now that when you heard, oh, this could be a new sequel or a new version of Club Penguin or something exciting is happening you're just like i hope it just gives like new flavor to what club penguin is yeah that's basically it i, I just like the potential and I, and i thought okay club penguin was it wasn't really big in media like not many people were talking about it and i'm thinking maybe this could change that um yeah and getting the spotlight once again during the first three to six months did Club Penguin Island reach your general expectation to what the perfect, or not really perfect, what your expected sequel or that excitement or whatever you were hoping for for a new or better Club Penguin game would be? I'd say the development of the game was slower than I anticipated, I guess. When it came out, I was, I had, you know, I had pretty high expectations and, you know, those were met to some extent. But, you know, uh, compared to something like Club Penguin, where, you know, they had uh, the monthly parties, they had weekly updates, Club Penguin Island is completely different to that. So it was, you know, it was difficult to adjust. A lot of the time you were, you know, you'd log on and perhaps there weren't as many opportunities you feel like, you know, going on it again. I mean, once you'd finished a couple of the uh, adventures, they they only had like one, uh, two sets of adventures on there, which are, you know, filled with different episodes with the new mascots. And so those were the only really kind of, those are the big things in the game at the time. And I guess you can complete those quite quickly. And so, yeah, there wasn't much else. I can't remember how long it was before they updated. It was a bit slow. Um, and I was thinking maybe it's just because, you know, it's a different game entirely. It's 3D. And, uh, yeah, I, I was expecting things to pick up a bit as we went down and it did to some extent but yeah it was just a bit of a rocky launch and i think that's just because of how you know it wasn't too well received from the community and maybe that caused some complications behind the scenes i'm not too sure well i was reading stuff on the club penguin island website and it was made using photoshop unity engine and probably some other uh, coding development programs that I may have forgot or unaware of. So I think that might, might have added to why it might be slow. Unlike Club Penguin, it's mostly Flash Player. And I did play Club Penguin Island for like a week when it first came out. Like literally the first week. And I was saying, okay, let's see. Let's try to give this a shot. What can I do around here as a non-member? Because I'm a broke college kid. I am not paying for membership yet. And there's really... At the like literally the first week there's literally not a lot you can do unless you pay you want to eat food better pay up you want to do some other episodes better pay up you want to do some other stuff better pay up and i'm just like why disney why <laughs> yeah to be honest i completely forgot about the whole membership thing i had i had the free trial um to begin with but i was a non-member quite a lot to start with and yeah uh i think if I'm not mistaken, you had to be a member to sit down in some areas. What? So yeah, it, it was definitely 
some questionable things. Um, I think that's just basically kind of a testament to, I guess, how lacking the game was in some areas. But I was thinking, okay, well, surely as the game grew, it would, you know, they would start giving non-members more privileges. And that did happen. Maybe it happened quite slowly, too slowly for some people. Yeah, in my honest opinion, I think the one-year mark where they brought it to the computer, so they have a desktop version of the game, and the fact and the point where you can uh, non-members can play the mini games and eat limited amount of food and buy limited amount of furniture, I think that should have been what how the game should have launched. In my honest opinion, that way I would be like, oh, okay, there's some things I can do. They're not all that money hungry. Yeah, I can't buy clothes. Hey, but that's usual. At least I can sit down now. Oh, I can eat now. At least, oh, I can play now, not just waddle around and do nothing. I'm just surprised that they didn't ban talking. Like, the, talking is not a microtransaction. If that's the case, it's, we're going to EA level territories, you know? <laughs> yeah, I guess I do appreciate to some extent the seamless transition from Club Penguin to Club Penguin Island. And yeah, I mean, it happened very very seamlessly like it launched just you know a few hours before club penguin shut down i guess you know to keep the momentum to and you know they wanted as many people to come across club penguin island and maybe they they could have waited to release it until pc because that's literally the platform i play on most of all yeah or rather did play on but I just don't know how long Club Penguin was going to survive. I don't know if it was up to them, if it was Disney, but maybe they would have waited a bit longer, but they couldn't. I don't know. Yeah, I think the timing was also a problem. Like, Club Penguin was literally everyone's childhood. And for, like, the casual player or people who are not in communities, the fact that, oh, there's going to be a mobile game that's going to be replacing Club Penguin and we cannot do anything except walk around, it kind of felt like you know, a stabbing, in a sense. Like, you're giving us this and you're expecting us to pay more when we just lost something that was, like, a key element to our childhoods. So I think that's why a lot of players first gave, like, so much backlash to the game, like, when it first launched. It's because I think the timing was wrong, there was limited things that we can do, and it just felt like it wasn't the same. And... I think one of the most common criticisms about CPI from both fans and staff is that Club Penguin Island is missing something that made Club Penguin the way it is. Most knowingly, some say that it's the fact that it's mostly single player that made it lose its community touch. Yeah, it's, you can talk to people, but you cannot do the episodes together, you know? So what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I think it's completely understandable, Club Penguin has a huge legacy and I you know I felt like yeah Clapping Island maybe it wasn't what we all wanted it to be and I think the way I went about it I just had to kind of think of it as a completely different game in the same franchise and I would you know I really wanted Clapping to continue if you know if it were to keep on entertaining us but with the you know the drought of content that was kind of why I was really behind this Club Penguin Island idea but I was kind of thinking okay well they're going things differently we've got adventures it's more like as you were saying almost like a single player thing in a, a world where that's ironically more interactive I think than the original Club Penguin and I think that's one of the huge advantages of it and also I think games don't really 
they don't uh, stick to one mold. I think it takes time and maybe the developers were, you know, trying to figure it out as they were going along. And I think the game would have shaped up to be something quite different uh, had it still been running. I think I could say the same about Club Penguin. Um, I never played it from the very beginning, but I'm sure, you know, it, it, you know, it had that charm right from the beginning, I'm sure. I don't know if you're aware, but there tends to be a divide between the OG and Club Penguin Island fans. Like, literally the moment I joined the community back in 2018, I was somewhat warned on Discord to not to interact with any of the Club Penguin Island hardcore fans. Some of the problems, in air quotes, that they told me were, you know, there, there were people who played during the final month for, before the closure, and there's like constant gatekeeping and favoritism of players. There's like, you know, there's like that, you know, favoritism, gatekeeping, great divide, to the point where it's like, I think that's another reason why a few people might have been turned off about Club Penguin Island. It's because of stuff like that, or even the Club Penguin community in general. Like, what are your thoughts on that? And why do you think there's, like, a divide? Because I need to know why people are, like, so defensive on a kid's game. I'm not sure what what my stance is, because I understand that people are very protective over Club Penguin Island, and I think it was also about, maybe more about the team than the game, and I guess... For some people, it might seem like it's like uh, it's their responsibility, I guess, to support the Kelowna team in their next game, and maybe they felt a bit uh, salty when you know when people joined, even though they didn't start uh, support from the beginning. But I'm not sure if I kind of agree with that. I think I think it's important that you welcome as many new players as possible. And I always loved it when new people joined. And I think it was unfortunate that there was a divide. I think I I, I understand it. And I think it really just comes from a lot of passionate players just clashing with each other. I just think it's unfortunate, really, that there's not more conversation about it instead of, you know, people blocking. And I think people have the right to block. I think the community and how Club Penguin Islands are, like the things that we talked about earlier, might have been the reasons why people might have been thrown off by playing that, you know, the Club Penguin sequel, so to speak. And surely there are some good things about the game and the community. Like, an example is what you do. You you, you started Marshmallow Studios where you united the community to recreate plays from the original game. And, and you, like, allowed people to, you know, join you. It doesn't matter when you started or whatever. You just, like, we want to join in we want to create this huge fan project and i think that's what made club penguin awesome in the first place it's the whole community banding together it's listening to what the community is so what are some of the good things that club penguin island brought into both the community and the game so yeah maybe club penguin island didn't have much going for it in terms of kind of game features but i think it had a lot of tools that really elevated the community experience if you kind of put your mind to it and make use of those tools and i think some of those are first of all like the animations of the penguins and the fact you're able to move in 3d environment in itself you know the things you can get up to in the game can be a slightly more varied perhaps than it was on the original game big things like igloos where you literally create your own mini worlds basically yeah you can 
create a meetup themed on anything based on what you build in your igloo. And, you know, so for me, I built the theatre igloo where we were able to put on some shows, different events. You know, those really bring the community together. And yeah, the clothing customizer, uh, if you can create events that are themed around particular costumes. So, and the clothing customizer is so limitless in lots of ways. So you could really do a lot if you kind of put the work into it. And as someone who's always been, I've always loved just, you know, doing things with the community. So that kind of hasn't been too difficult for me. And I kind of, that's the, my, that's the thing I go straight to when I play a game. I'm kind of thinking, what can I do with this? Um, that's different. What can I do to have fun? And yeah, and uh, I'm trying to think of other examples. There's, there's just like so many things like the interactables, the fireworks, party blasters. Like you can even create like a really cool fireworks display. And um, if you get, obviously, if you have lots of people on at the same time, but something like that could be a really special moment. And then you can start to appreciate Club Penguin Island a bit more, but it really does rely on that community spirit. I remember watching that New Horizons documentary that they made like back in the old Club Penguin day, and one thing that kind of got you know one thing that stuck with my mind as we had this conversation is them saying that oh we give you the tools now do something with it, and I think that's what Club Penguin provided. But I think they kind of missed one thing, which is like, you know, it's about the community. It's about listening to the audiences. And I don't know, maybe they did listen to the audience and they were like, okay, let's add this and that and that. But I don't know if the timing was the problem. I think they were listening. It's just the timing was the issue. I think that was the main issue, actually. It's basically timing. I feel bad now, but it's like, what can you do? It's like, you cannot control time and you can't control how things are developed, you know? Yeah, uh, I have to say, like, I think it was just, yeah, unlucky timing. That's a big issue for so many games, I think. And maybe it didn't help with how successful Club Penguin was. But I'm glad Club Penguin was successful. I'd rather it be that way. Yeah, like you said from the New Horizons documentary, I think they continued with that mission of listening to the players, um, giving them the tools. And... There were definitely elements and hints of that, you know, on the blog, we'd be able to, they do polls of things we get to include in the game. And maybe it didn't feel like they were listening as much, maybe because the whole like community management things were a bit quieter with Ireland, I guess. Like, so maybe that was the issue. Maybe it didn't feel like we were being heard as much. I think they were deep down and it was, it was, yeah, a lot of timing issues. And um, I don't know if the team were having the best time. You know, with the whole, like, you know, they were probably thought it would turn out better than anticipated. And obviously, they had hoped it would be until kind of Disney decided no. But yeah, I'm not sure really what to think about that. It's just unlucky. And, and I, you know, I feel bad for the team. I don't think they deserved what Disney did to them. Um, but I don't want to blame the people who kind of didn't like the game because people have a right to not like the game. So so I feel like maybe it's just because of how unfortunate it is for the team not to be able to take it out on others who didn't play the game. So maybe that's why there's this whole divide and saltiness. <laughs> Let's say we live in an alternate universe where Club Penguin Island is still a thing. It's still playing. It's, there's, it's same features as when we before the final month. But 
no puffles yet. They're still working on that. If you were to advertise the game, if it was still running in this alternate timeline, why should Club Penguin Island be worth trying out or worth playing? Right, so I think the biggest thing Club Penguin Island had going for it, there'd be a whole lot more emphasis on customization. So, you know, giving the players, make yeah, giving the, the tools to the players to create what they want. So maybe they would have come up with another designer for, you know, Igloo Furniture. So maybe you could customize more uh, in, in that respect. And I think, yeah, I would definitely emphasize the whole Igloos thing. And that's really what drew me into the game before it shut down. And I think a, a lot more could have been done with it uh, to really distinguish it from other games. It's almost like a sandbox in a way. It's almost like Minecraft. And yeah, so I, I just think customization would be the emphasis if I was marketing it. I wish they heavily emphasized in that, but instead it's like, oh yeah, meet new adventures, meet your friends, which is like, you know, the original Club Penguin slogan. And I, you know, familiar, yeah, familiarity works well, but this is a different game. And this is like, it's still Club Penguin, but it's not the same Club Penguin. And like we mentioned earlier, it's like, it's mostly a single player experience. So if they did mention, oh yeah, you can, you know, customize your heart out. I think they did that. I have to watch the promotional material again. That would have been great, but I think they've just been promoting. It's Club Penguin on your phone. Slightly different experience, but sort of the same at the same time. But, um, I don't know. Do you have, like, any final things you would like to say about Club Penguin Island or the community or anything in general? Yeah, in spite of uh, all the drama that seems to be happening... Uh, between the different player bases of Club Penguin, whether you're from Club Penguin Island or the private servers or even box critters, I think it's just to remember there's so many different people with different opinions out there. And really, if you all nail it down to one thing, is that the people that are clashing the most are the most passionate players. And really, we can see that in a different light and think of it as a good thing. And, you know, I think it just shows how big the legacy of Club Penguin is. There's so many people who care about its legacy and they want the community to carry on and Lots of people are, are uh, carrying that legacy in different ways. And it doesn't matter what game you're on. And I just think it's important for people to remember that and just be content with your own opinion and respect other people's opinions and just remember how great the community spirit is of Club Penguin because that's really what made the original game so successful. Island had potential to be the next big thing, or possibly a successor to the original. Whilst I understand why the change happened, I think it was the timing and the early restrictions that drew a lot of people off. If Club Penguin Island had more time to be built and was launched with the features that the community wanted, maybe I would have still played the game. But instead, I missed out. And not gonna lie, I'm okay with that. I just hope others are as well. I would like to thank Blue for joining me in this wonderful conversation as it was great to talk to someone who was open-minded about the topic. You can follow him on Twitter at Blue21102 and there will be a link on his bio on how you can follow Marshmallow Studios. My name is Ariel and this has been another episode of Never Have I Ever. There are more topics and other missed out experiences I still have to cover. So until then, I hope you stick around for the next one. You can follow us on social media at NHIE underscore pod on Twitter and Instagram and NHIE pod on Facebook to view updates and news. Also, while waiting, feel free to listen to an earlier episode of Never Have I Ever or my other podcast, Casual Nerds with Matt, 
over on YouTube, Spotify, and other podcasting platforms. Thank you so much for listening. I'll see you guys next time.